Good evening. Welcome to our first episode of our Bible study on steps before attaining the throne or lessons before attaining the throne. Uh, tonight I'm joined by my wonderful wife, Rakesha Ellis, and we're going to talk about uh, what happens before you walk into uh, a position of uh, authority. A position of purpose, uh, a position that um, God has called us to. And there are many lessons that have to be learned before attaining, uh, you know, that position. So uh, tonight we're going to be studying our first episode uh, and we're going to go through it through the life of uh, King David. We'll study um, his... Um, Ascension to the throne, uh, starting with uh, his him being chosen um, by God to um, walk in that position or attain that position. So tonight we're going to go ahead and start with the first verse of scripture, which is First uh, Samuel uh, 16 and verse 1. And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long wilt thou mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill thine horn with oil, and go. I will send thee to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. Amen. Uh, the first thing that we have to understand is that the reason that uh, David is going to be placed in a certain position is due to someone else's failure. Uh, there never would have um, been that uh, event of him being anointed uh, by the prophet Samuel if there had been, uh, if uh, King Saul had been suitable or had accomplished that which God had called him to. So we often understand that opportunities are created uh, by the failure of, of others. What do you think about that? Well, I, I also think that that's why we have to be very cautious mm -hmm. and appreciative of what God gives us. Because in Saul's case, he was removed from office. Mm -hmm. And God always has a replacement. Mm. If you don't want to do something or if you don't want to live up to the standard and calling that God has for your life, God will call someone else to do it. Ooh, that was a deep, deep words and a very deep understanding of uh, the fact that you can be removed, that uh, you are not essential uh, to the plan of God, because the plan of God will go forward whether you uh, decide to obey or decide to comply uh, or decide to heed uh, warnings or the call of God, that God will say, you know what, my will has to go forward mm -hmm. uh, no matter what your name is, no matter exactly. what your title is, mm -hmm. uh, no matter what you believe you are standing to be, God will always uh, have his plan to go forward. So uh, we see that uh, the prophet Samuel 
uh, he under he he sees that because mm-hmm. God says, "Hey, it's, I've already moved past uh, that king, so mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to anoint someone else." So the plan of God has to go forward, and He informs the prophet that He was going forward. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you would uh, read the uh, next verse of scripture. And Samuel said, how can I go? If Saul hear it, he will kill me. And the Lord said, take an heifer with thee and say, I am come to sacrifice to the Lord. Wow. You know, uh, that's the thing is that uh, the fear of man, the fear of man uh, will sometimes come to try and frustrate the uh, plan of God uh, that Samuel says there's this barrier going forward and I don't know how to get past it even though you want your will to go forth uh, man uh, and the fear of man uh, almost uh, forms a blockade to hinder him in this purpose so uh, we have to understand that there are going to be barriers but God will have a way to even defeat uh, all of that so that his plan can go forward. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? I wanted to kind of, if you didn't mind, I wanted to go back to uh, verse 1 because there was, a, there was a part that stood out to me mm-hmm. in the fact that Samuel was mourning for Saul. Mm. He was disappointed. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we can be disappointed with leadership, mm-hmm. but he waited on God mm. to work it out. Right. And a lot of times we want to do things in our own strength and do things our own way mm-hmm. instead of waiting on God to work it out. Right. And so uh, Samuel was disappointed and hurt by the fact that Saul didn't live up to what God had called him to. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he had a a reverence and a fear of the position. Right. And he had a fear of Saul because he knew Saul by his character. Right. That he wasn't always wise. Right. Uh, don't you think that it's... Um... A situation where he understands Saul wants to hold on to power, mm-hmm. even though um, he has not um, fulfilled the plan of God. He has not fulfilled the call of God. But Samuel understands that uh, leadership sometimes will want to hold on to position, even when they have disappointed God. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a tendency to almost um, not want to move forward, but continue to join with them even after they are uh, in the mind of God going to be replaced. Mm. And so Samuel is, mm. is, is almost uh, paralyzed by the fact that this leader has failed to live up to the standards. So, mm. Uh, it is it is imperative that you understand the will of God and, and that you are in contact with God so that you know when God has moved past mm-hmm. That's certain people in authority. Mm-hmm. That's a hard lesson 
for people to grab. Mm. And we see that with with Samuel because he had been mourning a long time mm -hmm. for Saul, even though he knew God rejected him. Yeah, yeah. And, and sometimes it's hard for us to receive the judgment of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see that in relationships mm -hmm. where people choose people that God has rejected. <laughs> yes. And they go with them anyway. Right, right. And they suffer the consequences of staying with that person even though they know God rejected that wow. choice. And you see that with Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah. God rejected him, but he stayed loyal. And a lot of people, like you said earlier, before we started the Bible study, that this can relate to different areas of our life where people choose people that God has rejected. Yes. And, <laughs> and it is hard because a lot of times you're emotionally tied to right. that person. Not only that, you saw the potential in yes, them. Yes, yes. And it's hard to let go. Yeah. Because when you think about Samuel, God showed him Saul. Right. He saw his potential. Right. Even though he, he came from the lords of the tribes of Israel, but God showed him Saul's potential. Right. But then when people don't live up to what God has called them to, it's hard for us to let go. Right. That That's... You know, letting go. Mm -hmm. And uh, even though Samuel is a, a prophet and even though he's a called and chosen vessel, yes. he doesn't understand that God uh, himself mm -hmm. has has understood that uh, it is time to move forward. And even men and women of God, they, they find themselves... Mm -hmm. Tied to the past, yeah. You know, tied to things that used to work back then, or uh, these principles, uh, or this belief in a person. Mm -hmm. uh, they 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 really stagnate because they they don't understand that God has already moved past that, and they continue to hold on. So, uh, as you said, letting go is imperative. Understanding uh, that when something has to be abandoned or something has mm -hmm. to be, uh, or is there a change taking place that, uh, you know, God didn't stagnate. He said, I'm ready to keep moving forward mm -hmm. because, uh, not only had Saul affected Samuel, but he was affecting the whole nation, nation he was. because he failed to move forward. And the failures of people in, in leadership we we have to understand they are devastating to those that have been loyal, and I think that we have to we have to fight that tendency to be loyal uh, to people. Mm -hmm. We have to have our allegiance in the right place, which is to God at all times. Mm -hmm. So when our allegiance is to God, we are always in His will. But when our allegiance is to people, we uh we we find ourselves at odds with God because of our uh, allegiances of loyalty. So uh, right, I think that that is an important in and of itself. Uh, we can go ahead the, and go ahead if you have another point. The thing I wanted to bring up is rejection. Mm. The thing that we see is, and you brought this up, 
I, I would, people have a hard time dealing with rejection, mm -hmm. but you want to make sure that you, you are approved of God mm -hmm. versus being rejected of God. And a lot of times, like in this particular case, God rejected Saul. Mm -hmm. But when you look at the people, the people uh, had Saul in a um, high place of authority. Mm -hmm. And so he was approved of by the people, but mm -hmm. rejected of God. Right. And a lot of times you can see people um, wanting to have the approval of man. Mm -hmm. But like you said earlier, end end up out of approval with God. Right, right. I I I, I get that thought because we all have been in that position, I believe, in our life mm -hmm. that uh, when somebody has a position of authority, uh, there's a tendency to also believe that as they rise, we rise. Mm -hmm. And so we hold on to them because of our own beliefs that mm -hmm. they themselves, as, as, as they are elevated, we elevate. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, it, it becomes a situation of us believing that we will attain a reward by being loyal to that, that person. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, we, we miss God and we, 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 because we see people, we naturally have a tendency to want to please them. Mm -hmm. We have a tendency to want applause. We have a mm -hmm. tendency to want approval mm -hmm. from from our whether it be from our parents, whether it be from our community, whether it be from right. our uh, people that are of the same race. Mm -hmm. We seek and actively want approval. And you, you see a lot of people that are approved of God, mm -hmm. but they're rejected by man. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when they feel that rejection from man, they'll walk outside of the will of God, mm. be rejected by God to be approved by man. Wow. <laughs> the, the, the need for approval is mm -hmm. a really... But in the wrong place. Really destructive. It is. Well, let's go into... Mm -hmm. um, Verse three. three. He said, how can I go? If Saul hear it, he will kill me. And mm. the Lord said, take an helper with thee and say, I am come to sacrifice to the Lord. And verse four. Three. And call Jesse to the sacrifice and I will show thee what thou shalt do. And thou shalt anoint unto him whom I name unto thee. Now you see that God is actively taking control of the situation because he said he was scared. You know, I believe that God now wanted to make sure that he was the head of the process. You know, Saul was mm. chosen. The office was created at the behest of the people, mm -hmm. not at the urging or the uh, calling of God. It was the uh, the, desire the, 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 the desire of the people to even have the office. So the office was never created uh, necessarily by God. It was created because of the thirst of the people of wanting a king. Mm -hmm. So now God is, is saying, look, I'm going to be the head of this process. Mm -hmm. I'm going to choose somebody that embodies 
qualities that uh, you know that that he sees himself in that person. Mm-hmm. That he looks at this 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 next king as a king that he can actively say, "I chose him." Mm-hmm. That's good. The thing that I see too is the guidance of mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. When you are fearful. And you don't know how to deal with a situation. Mm, mm. God told Samuel exactly what to do. Mm -hmm. And so what it shows me is that there's always a way of escape. Mm -hmm. When you're dealing with fear, when you're dealing with intimidation, Mm -hmm. because that's what he was dealing with. Fear and intimidation. But God made a way of escape. Mm, mm. Yeah, so I, I see yeah. what you're saying that mm-hmm. uh, guidance. God was always able to guide you over and through obstacles, mm-hmm. uh, much as he guided uh, the people through the Red Sea, where it seems impossible or there's a distinct uh, element of danger. Right. God says, hey, I'm able to defeat that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, um, I just really, really believe that when we have faith in God, mm-hmm. he's able to guide us through every obstacle. It's, it, it reminds me of Moses. Mm-hmm. When Moses said, well, Lord, I cannot speak. Yeah. But God sometimes will provide an option, provide yes. a way. And, and I think that's so powerful because... Moses said, I cannot speak, and God provided a way. Mm. And then here is Samuel saying, how can I go? And so God does uh, tend to our shortcomings sometimes. Mm. He tends to our fears. He tends to our weaknesses. He sometimes tends to our doubts to get his will done. Yes, yes, yes. Well, like I said, let's go into the next verse of Scripture. Mm -hmm. And Samuel did that which the Lord spake and came to Bethlehem. And the elders of the town trembled at his coming and said, Comest thou peaceably? Yes. You know, uh, that that was the thing is that uh, your reputation will precede you. And if you have a reputation with God, God knows how to uh make others respect you mm-hmm. even uh no matter what your stature is no matter what your title is mm-hmm. uh, it is the reputation with God that will dictate how others uh feel about you or right. how they receive you if you have that connection with God you we see that sound was fearful but then all of a sudden it's like the people actually feared yeah. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he was coming uh, as, to, a as a representative, as a representative of the kingdom of God. Right. So we understand that when we decide mm-hmm. that yes, we we understand the danger, we understand that obstacle, we understand things that are going to try to hold us back, mm-hmm. but we have decided that the will of God in using me is the most important thing. God will make sure that people respect you and honor you. Mm-hmm. And, and and even in this case, even fear you. Right. So that they won't uh, 
try to frustrate yeah. your journey. And you can understand why Samuel felt the way he did because Saul was the king. Yes. And he was anointing someone else to be right, king. Right. You know, and usually they would uh exclaim treason, treason, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you understood why he felt the way he did and why the people felt the way they did. Mm-hmm. Let's go. And, go ahead. Go ahead. To the next scripture. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he said, peaceably, I am come to sacrifice unto the Lord. Next verse. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons and called them to the sacrifice. Wow. And we we still don't see David's name. We just says he calls sons. And, and so we understand that even when... Uh, your name is not even known. God has already formulated a plan and an opportunity for you. Mm-hmm. You may not have a name that mm-hmm. stands out or a name that is actually known mm-hmm. among people or among the committee or among the uh, those that there'll be people that actually pass by you every every day and do not know mm-hmm. what God is going to call you to. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it is important to understand that you do not, uh, you don't try to formulate your own name, but you understand that God knows your name. Mm-hmm. And like you said, David is unaware mm. of what is taking place. Wow. He's worshiping. Mm. You know, he's taking care of the sheep. Right. He's doing his daily duties of just worshiping God, taking care of the sheep, being obedient to his father. Yeah. Just daily tasks. And he's unaware, amen, what God has in store for him. Wow, you get that's That's exciting. Yeah, it is. Because a, a lot of times our exploits are not known, you know, that what we've done in secret, uh, we, we think, hey, that goes unnoticed. Nobody notices mm-hmm. uh, what I'm doing or, or the accomplishments that I've done. Those accomplishments of David actually come out later, you know. Right. Uh, they are not known at this point. Uh, right. You know, a, a lot of things about him have yet to be revealed. Yes. But we understand that God will reveal your exploits and your deeds in due time, right. but right now you're you you're kind of in the infancy stage of mm-hmm. this is uh, this is a the, the the choice has not yet been made according to what has gone on with what we can see, but it had the choice took place in the realm of God mm. a long time ago. Yes, so. David has already been chosen. The opportunity is already there. He's just waiting on the physical manifestation of what has taken place in the spirit. Yes. I like what you said that you don't have to orchestrate it Mm -hmm. because David didn't. Right. He didn't have to orchestrate it. And it came to pass when they were come that he looked on Eliab and said, surely the Lord's anointing is before him. Wow. 
Eliab. You know, uh, mm-hmm. it's funny that, like I said, a name is called, but it's not your name. You know, it's not the name of David. It's the name of his brother. Mm-hmm. And it's at the behest of the prophets. So uh, if man had the choice, it would not be you. It would not be your name in the sentence. It would not be your name to be elevated. It would not be uh, your call. Amen. But the Lord said unto Samuel, look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord see it not as man see it, for man look it on the outward appearance, but the Lord look it on the heart. Tonight we're gonna we're gonna close with that mm-hmm. scripture. We're gonna go ahead and uh, yeah. talk about that, and then we'll go ahead and end. So, in the last five minutes, what do you see in that verse of scripture? The thing that stood out to me again was God's rejection. Mm. God rejected Saul, mm-hmm. and the people had chosen him. Mm-hmm. And now the 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 man, the prophet, is choosing a man, and right. God is saying, "I refused him." Wow! And so, man's choice is not God's choice. Right, right. right. You know, that's the uh, the blessing of God is that mm. He says, "I see what you're looking at, and I understand why you would choose him." My, but you have to understand how God chooses and his process of determination. And so we see time and time again in in these verses that rejection of someone else or failure of someone else is your opportunity to step into that void. And so what God says is, hey, I refuse him. Why? Because I got somebody else that's going to enter into this opportunity. And without uh, that rejection, as you as you spoke about, uh, the opportunity never would have failed to David. Mm-hmm. But because of the process mm-hmm. which God sorts out, he rejects, 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 rejects. That's my opportunity. Yes. So you always have to understand that your opportunity was created by somebody else's rejection. Mm-hmm. That that role could only have been filled by the choice of God. Amen. So, uh, you know, as we close tonight, I want everybody to take comfort in knowing this. That your opportunity is going to be there. That your exploits and the things that you've done in private. And you think that nobody notices. Man does not notice, but God does. So understand that your opportunity, understand that your call, understand that uh, the purpose, even if you've waited a great deal of time, it has not, it has not been closed. It is not uh, been taken by somebody else. As a matter of fact, what somebody else failed to do, God is going to call you to do it. What somebody else did not want, God will give it to you. 
So I want you to take heart tonight to understand that the opportunity of God is going to be before you. Do you have anything to say in parting? Oh, I think that was excellent. Amen. I enjoyed the word. I enjoyed it also. Uh, let's say a prayer, Lord, uh, for all those that are going <coughs> to listen to this program. We ask that you would bless them. We ask that you would comfort them. Thank we you, ask Jesus. you that you would let them know that the call of God, that the the anointing of God be upon them and that they understand that God has not forsaken nor forgotten. And your blessing, your blessing is yet before you. To God be the glory and thank you for joining. This is our first episode and we will be stopping now.